This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was concerts. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 71. Yes, Billy. Do you have any sort of connotation for 71? 71. Let me just go off the top of my dome here. Uh, I believe that the Neil Young concert album that I listened to recently is that Live at Massey Hall that I love, this album that I love, and I think that's Live at Massey Hall in 1971. Amazing. Pretty sure. Not positive. You have never missed that challenge. <laughs> Every it's time my I've... Rain Man. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you said 71. All you needed was the time it took to say off the top of my dome. That was really just a shadow. That was a cover for your yes. brain actually thinking, 71, got it, Neil Young. Yes. I can't fully freestyle rap, but I can freestyle reference, which I think is just talking. Yeah. I think that just means talking. And that's why you podcast. That's why you podcast. Yeah. Um, I just want to draw attention for our listeners at home that you're wearing one of my favorite in, in your t-shirt canon. Yeah. Uh, this is a t-shirt that is uh, signed by the entirety of Billy's, I want to say kindergarten class? Yes. Kindergarten class. Yes. Uh, so five-year-olds write their names on a t-shirt, and uh, it's just amazing to see a chicken scratch of the of youths yeah really unbelievable yeah and your signature in particular yeah uh is is really something to behold it's it's certainly messy i think the real story behind this shirt is that we were given this t-shirt when we graduated <laughs> when we graduated kindergarten and it was way too big for kindergartners because the intent was when we graduate elementary school we'll wear it to see how far our handwriting has come it's worked i'm still wearing it. <laughs> it's fully that plan has come to full fruition i've really it's, it's <laughs> been almost 30 years it's an absurdly <laughs> Long time to own one garment. You yeah. wear it a lot. I've Why? seen it in my life. I've seen it plenty. And the thing is, I also rip my shirt off when I get <laughs> yeah, angry. Exactly. So my t-shirts don't last less. They last less long than other people's t-shirts. There's not a hole in this. It. There is no evidence of wear and or tear. Yeah. You have kept it in such good shape. Yeah. Uh, whereas your t-shirts really fit like flitter away. <laughs> oh, they. As soon as I get them, there's like a three week period of use, and then they literally disintegrate. It it's true. Like, yeah. My t-shirts somehow stand the test of time. Yours run. <laughs> Run for the hills. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Uh, but that's a really good one. I do love that idea of like the school or the teachers or whoever plan that was. I just love like the tw the long game, like the 25-year plan. This was still when <laughs> uh, they were doing time capsules yeah, at my elementary school. Yeah, exactly. Time capsules. They were – destroyed by the internet yes time capsules were uh the concept that you would take like a indestructible box yes. put things from 1992 in the them. cd single of the time a book that was popular we'll bury it yes. for 15 years yes. bury it yes. we'll create all new memories we'll forget all about these memories <laughs> yeah. and then 15 years later we'll go hey what were our memories <laughs> Then along came Grab the a internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grab a shovel. What were our memories? Grab a shovel. Right. <laughs> That's the best we had. Time capsules. Then the internet came along, and now it's like 37 reasons why July 5th, 2013 was the craziest day ever. Um, You're like, oh, wow. I know. So many memories. It is really intense. That's one of the things my mom talks about because my mom is not – I wouldn't even say fixated on memory, but like loves to remember and reminisce and being nostalgic. 
Um, and she marvels at this idea that she uh, has always kind of grown up and had this fantasy of always wanting to know more about her own youth sure. her own past yeah uh, and I mean that's I think that's a common thing everyone feels that way oh if only I could have met or hung out with my eight-year-old self or at least just have a more visceral awareness or knowledge of what my own upbringing was like yep and she's just mar- marvels at the idea that now from our generation onwards eh, like there's hyper documentation of our youths ancestry.com yeah. 23 and me our own Instagram feeds right it's just like we are documenting our own lives so incessantly and there's such almost a an abundance of of I want to know what I was like when I was thirteen, and now like you know yep. there'll be reams and reams and reams of gigabytes for better and worse. <laughs> for better and worse, right? It's like you'll know exactly what you were like. <laughs> right. I wonder how that will affect everything. Well, isn't the <laughs> like evolution? Isn't the big broad example that on like Facebook, like some, at some point there will be like presidents who grew up on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and like posted like thirteen year old pictures of <laughs> exactly. them when they were on Facebook, exactly. You know, and it's like that's going to be somehow like brought back up when come on, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I think that the culture will just adjust. I mean, I assume that our, obviously our culture will kind of adapt and adjust it as always as it always does, and that yes, once we reach the age where presidents grew up on Facebook, which is like around a corner, right? Very very soon. Right. Like millennials. That guy, John Ossoff in the 6th District. 30 years old. Yeah. Grew up on Facebook. Yeah. So it's just like, I guess that we'll just adapt. I think that we'll just adapt and either, well, A, people will become more cautious with their social media output perhaps. Yeah. And be way more premeditated and and curatorial about it and not just recklessly post maybe. Private accounts. Private accounts. Right. And B, maybe the culture, again, will adjust and adapt and we won't take these Facebook things so seriously. One tiny little drunken picture from your junior year of high school future president. You get three passes. You get maybe three passes. Yep. Three, uh, I made a mistake or I shouldn't have or I wish I deleted it passes. <laughs> your fourth one, it's like that's too many that's mistakes. Four, yeah. That's four, congressman. You, you got to curate way harder than that, congressman. Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, what are the things that people love to post about on Facebook as I make the awkward transition to our topic today? Mm. Um, or one of the popular things that was going around Facebook recently, yeah. almost inexplicably, sometimes these memes just arrive, right. was list 10 concerts that you went to, make nine of them true and one of them a lie. Never read even through <laughs> the sentence that set up like, the list. I would God. see it on Facebook and my brain would reject <laughs> just, whatever this person was doing right now. So immediately shut down. I had to. It's self-protection. I don't need that information right I, now. When I see a list I'm dis- disinterested in. Yes, that's an immediate shutdown. Yeah. I, I'd say no to this content. Even I can't even read the setup because <laughs> no. like I'm afraid that the setup might intrigue me, but it never does. It never does enough. Oh, it's it's bad. I know. Yeah. And then there was like the, the – it was so funny how the internet works. There was like the second chapter to that meme phenomenon was, hey, guys – don't answer – don't respond to this Facebook list or 10 concerts because people are hacking your – like because often your <laughs> um, your password for different websites are like name a concert you've went to. So hackers are using these Facebook lists to cross-reference with the hack and the password and it's was like – Was that list worth it, <laughs> Debbie? Was, was it worth it? Did you need to in retrospect? <laughs> did you need to write out – Say the, that you never went to an Eagles concert <laughs> but you went to these nine other ones? You did see Violet Femmes. <laughs> And it was, like, was that worth it, Debbie? And your AOL password is Violent Femmes Fan 876. <laughs> no, Edward Snowden knows that for sure. Okay, yeah. Debbie. Um, not only was that a trend, <laughs> but also Debbie also went to the Fire Festival. <laughs> okay. It's the greatest concert <laughs> yeah. of all time. Yeah, we are. It is so interesting. Woodstock so, 69 was pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. Pretty big. There was some chaos. Some yeah. chaos. But it paled. In comparison to the epic that just happened, fire with a Y, bad start. Yes. 
Festival. Yes. So maybe just could you paint a, a, a broad picture of what Fire Festival is? Fire for? Festival was um, a, an idea made by Ja Rule yes. and his business partner. Yes. Apparently they were flying on an airplane <laughs> and it was going down and uh, not where they wanted to. And it landed on some island uh, near the Bahamas. Crash landed. They landed there. They were like, this place is crazy. It's so cool. We need to have a festival. <laughs> That sentence somehow amalgamated and trickled out to other celebrities like Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner and other people. This island we just crashed on. We need to have a festival. We need to have a festival. That's their first instinct, and it just kind of takes off a little fast. Great. Suddenly, celebrities and big Instagram celebrities start promoting Fire Festival and how it's a place for, like, all of, like, you guys, you, like, beautiful people on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah, like, catered to the Instagram models. Yeah, like, it's going to be, like, $2,500 to, like, 12000 or maybe, like, $15,000. Rude. What it gets you is, like, these deluxe camping <laughs> conditions. You swim with these pigs that swim off the coast of the Bahamas. That Apparently, there was ridiculous. a treasure hunt with literal treasure tucked around the island worth $100,000. Sometimes just cash. Whatever, it's the Fire Festival. Jaw Rules hosting it. Okay. <laughs> Skrillex will be there. Blink-182 will be there. Will you be there? Fire Festival. <laughs> Hashtag Instagram only. There's going to be yachts. There's going to be babes in bikinis, hot guys. Everyone's Instagramming. Follower count. You know it's going up. It's going down at the Fire Festival. The plane and the good times are going down on this island. Turns out the Fire Festival didn't turn out the way that Ja Rule wanted no. it to. This is this past weekend. Yes. Um... The deluxe tents that they had promised with all of this, like, beautiful furniture inside. Very Instagrammable. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, were white uh, military ration tents. Whoopsie. The beautiful beaches that they promised everybody yes. were covered in cement. It was as if it was bombed out already. Gnarly. Um, <laughs> the, all the bands dropped out, so no oh, more music. All of them. That hurts. Uh, all the of food them. didn't show up, so Shoot. they were serving uh, slices of bread uh, with slices of cheese. Get your bread here. Um, Five ninety nine for some Firefest bread. People are paying $10,000 for this uh, one thing they overlooked there was no running water and no sewage wait a minute so now what now suddenly people start panicking freaking out planes are being canceled like some sort of like military aid has to come in to start getting people out of the bahamas god yeah so the fire fire festival Festival. sounded like a good time can't wait to do that in 2018 fire fest we'll be there no joke podcast will be doing a a stage yeah we'll be on the bread and cheese stage at the (laughs) fire fest (laughs) right after blink 182 doesn't doesn't show up there yeah sometimes live concerts can be a disaster and so that obviously is our topic today we're talking about concerts yeah which was a a good suggestion from one of our listeners concerts are generally like a good concert is uh just avoiding disaster yes exactly you know what i mean there's a huge margin for error with a live concert i would say so a lot can go a lot can go weird a lot can go wrong it's like controlled chaos you know it's music as loud as can go and people getting as excited as they can without crossing a line yes have you i would i would venture a guess right now without doing an exact count that you have probably been to more quantity of concerts than i have perhaps perhaps Perhaps. yeah have you ever felt physically unsafe at a concert have you ever felt like it was like it got you were in the middle of a packed situation i went to a red hot chili peppers concert once in albany for example that'll get wild (laughs) or in saratoga spac one of my local amazing concert venues an amazing name spac (laughs) i mean have you ever thought about that name? not until this moment spac (laughs) it's aggressive it's almost it's a little confrontational spac street spac (laughs) all right (laughs) spac streets boys okay the spac streets boys right uh so we would go to uh spac there was a red hot chili peppers concert there yeah and i was there with maybe a dozen of my junior year and high school friends obviously that's your red hot chili peppers window right uh we were there at the concert it was getting kind of crazy we pushed our way up to the front where the fence sort of divided the front section from the middle section yeah it started to get a little crazy we're talking about like hundreds of people crammed 
in. Yep, yep. Matt, we all you need is one crazy friend. Yep. You kind of just need the one friend. That and, was Matt. And you always have that friend. Matt was right here. Matt Did he push? Pushed and one pushed push. and pushed one push. and pushed and the guardrail kind of collapsed and it was like a moment of real frenzied stampede. What do we do now? What are we? Where are we going? Towards Anthony Kiedis? Yes, right. Just, uh, he's our north star. Yes. So I did get rut, like sort of mixed up in a bit of a heat. That's very one scary. Time. Yeah, that's like real danger. Yeah, I mean stampedes are real danger. Yeah, because once you're down, no one cares about <laughs> no you anymore. It's like you can't. <laughs> People really... are trying to get to Kiedis. Yes, exactly. They don't care about this little Jew in it's the mud. Just shot for shot. That is the only thing you're focused on. Spack. <laughs> Spack attack. Look, you go to Spack, anything goes down. Saratoga. Saratoga. Spack. <laughs> I've never thought about what a funny word it is. Um, what's a good Red Hot Chili Pepper song? What's like, they, they have a lot of songs. You know what's not a good one? The Zephyr song? <laughs> But if I hear any note of that, my finger just goes right to the next station on the radio. I believe Zephyr is a blimp. I believe that's what that means. Oh, really? I thought uh, it was a skateboard. Oh, Are you thinking of a Zeppelin? Maybe I'm thinking of a Zeppelin. I think I might be thinking of a Zeppelin. Okay. A Zephyr is probably a skateboard. I think it might be. A little more on brand for I Kiedis. like to think of Kiedis just like cruising in his blimp, though. <laughs> I'm just in my same blimp, yeah, I think you're <laughs> I think Zephyr is a skateboard casual blimps yeah just... if someone's gonna have a cash blimp it's probably gonna be Kitas. <laughs> uh you know i got to meet flea once okay we'll i s- did we will that is the that's the cliffhanger <laughs> it's our new podcast what is out we'll start with that in the second act okay, what great. what uh red hot chili pepper song should we play whatever that one was from the beavis and butthead soundtrack Under, that, oh that was so love good. roller coaster love roller coaster love that song love. that is one of my favorite red hot chili pepper songs coming right up okay great <laughs>
that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yes. With Love Roller Coaster? I believe so. I think so, from it, the Beavis and Butthead movie. Yeah. I don't, the Beavis and Butthead movie, was it Beavis and Butthead Do America? I think it was They Do It. Yep. They Do America. Yeah, the cover of that CD was them on motorcycles. I owned it. Yeah, it was really good. That was a good one. That was a really, really good one. Um, we left a cliffhanger after the first act, Adam, where you yes. said, you know I met Flea once. Yes, I did meet Flea just the once. Um, what stage in Flea's life was this? Was this young, crazy Flea? No, this was recently. This was within recent a year flea? or two. Recent Flea. Okay. Yes, Contempt Flea. Oh, this was recent Flea. Yes, I had the- This public- happened recently. This was recently. Um, so very, very recently, I was able. I had the fortunate <laughs> experience to shoot a little pilot for Amazon, uh, and on the same day, I got to meet both Flea. Uh, the, it, there was cameos by these two people, Flea and Shaquille O'Neal. Wait a minute. This was, Those I, are the two biggest animals on earth, a I, little flea a li- and Shaq. <laughs> and a big Shaq. You were on the spectrum of human size. Yes, exactly. Okay. Shaq. They had, Spack Shaq. They had definitely met before. Uh, it kind of seemed like they had okay. because, A, I know Flea is a huge Laker fan oh, okay. and Shaq is a huge Laker. Right. So I think that they probably crossed paths at one point. They're all, they also both seem just like LA icons, don't right. they? Yeah, totally. <laughs> They're like – So their paths have crossed. Their paths really seem to have crossed. Okay. Uh, but it was very – it was just a day of shooting and it was very nice just to sort of meet them briefly and observe them. And at one point – and maybe I've said this on the podcast. I've certainly told you this story. But I observed Shaq, and it was the first time I'd ever seen him in person. And it was a crazy thing. And yes. he is a physical phenomenon. Mm-hmm. He's a physical specimen. And it was a room with probably like 60 people, however many people it takes to make a TV show, 50 or 60 folks. Shaq walks in, and just the natural gravity, the literal gravity of the room literally shifted. Yes. <laughs> Believe it. I don't know how else to say it. It was like we were all in a big room, but one person walked in, and all of a sudden everything kind of tilted yes. towards him. Yes. And and people just sort of involuntarily, just sort of like, and me included, I think, just kind of gravitate towards him. Literally, as his own center of gravity. Yep. People just sort of drift in his general direction. This makes sense. Direction. It worked for the planets. It works for all the planets. Go to the big one. Yeah. <laughs> just run around the big one. The big one will hold that, holds, he'll hold, <laughs> hold us, us down. Hold us down. Yeah. So people were just sort of observing Shaq and observing him and kind of going around. And people would just like absentmindedly, almost like glazed over in the eyes, just like reach out to touch him. Yep. And just like, and these are other professional adults. Yeah. Yeah. Me included. Right. You just like kind of reach out your hands to touch him a little. He's Santa. He's Santa. He's Santa Claus. It's Shaq. <laughs> yeah. Other like Shaq and Flea, two of the most famous mono named. Okay. Okay. So you walk into that building. Yes. Just to, I mean, because not everyone listening is an actor or in, in a position where they might stumble into a day like this. Maybe not. You, did you know before you got to work that uh, you were going to meet Shaq and Flea? Yes, today? I did. I okay. did. Um, you get there. Yes. You're by yourself. Yes. You're, there's no agent. There's no manager. No, you're just no. an, you're an actor doing your job. Killing some time. You show up. Yes. Um, you meet some people. And then do you see like Shaq from afar? Or you said he enters? I see Flea from afar. Okay. Flea comes in from a run. Oh. It was interesting. He he was already been on set obviously for a little while. He was coming in from a jog, shirtless, pants, sure. Flea exercising. This makes sense. Just like kind of like sexy rock star dad like getting his workout in. Do in you between. approach him or does he approach you? Almost neither. Just okay. like a from a distance sort of locking eyes and just like colleagues. Just okay. like a colleague nod. Uh-huh. But in my mind I was like sweet. Flea. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. And that was your first interaction. And that was really it. And I think we chatted briefly when we were on the set. I was just like, hi, I'm just a big fan. And now you're leaving. The day is done. Yes. What would you say your relationships are now? Like, was it kind of like, oh, I'm going to miss Flea. We had a good day together. We really communicated. We talked a little bit. Flea seemed like a totally down-to-earth dude. And I and I was like – Did you have small talk? A little bit of small talk. Okay, great. Yeah, mainly about the scene because he was like, I don't know how much like sort of comedy acting he had done, but he was like, was that good? And I was like, yeah, man, this is really good. <laughs> yeah, great. So it was like, just... so what about Shaq? When you left, were you? Did you feel like you were friends with Shaq? Did you get Shaq's number? I did not get Shaq's number. Okay. Uh, it, it, again, and the sort of the point of the Shaq story was that so many people just kind of gravitating towards him, touching him, in, almost literally involuntarily shaking his hand, yeah. and I just noticed that he had this very what I thought was a keen method that it may, maybe 
mega, mega famous people have, which is for every sort of casual social interaction, he would begin it with a handshake. So it was like, I meet, this is Shaq meeting you. You've officially met Shaq. You've met Shaq. And then there was a second goodbye handshake. This interaction is over for you. Yep. So it was like a very distinct two handshake system that I saw that he had kind of worked out that was like, hello, you've met Shaq and now you're done meeting. That's a person who is very (laughs) physically comfortable. I imagine if you're that big, you don't, you can be socially graceful and simultaneously be like, you you pose no threat to me. (laughs) Like, I don't care if you want to keep meeting me, you pose no threat. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was quickly given the second handshake like, and you, and all the while he's kind of shaking your hand and also sort of like looking around and dealing with the hundreds of other weird Other handshakes he has to start doing. Just like reaching their hands up to him like Indiana Jones. Yep. Um, Shack, yeah, Shack. Never got to go to a Shack concert, unfortunately. It's the second Shack of the uh, No Joke Podcast. Shacked. We have. Uh, have you gone to a concert recently? What was your most recent concert you've been to? That's a really good question. I can uh, fill in the gap. Yes, I went to an Alabama Shakes concert. Hey, recently. that's fun. Just a good old. I am at the age now where if you ask me to sit down at a concert, I'll say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll say yes. Sure, just play me that beautiful, sweet, sweet music. Okay. Yeah, it's really. I went to a Paul Simon concert. Yeah, that's really and nice. Sit down. Sit down and enjoy the ride. You get it now. You uh, get the seven play. years ago, the first uh, birthday gift Marina ever got me yes. seven years ago, yes. eight years ago or so, Nas tickets. Yeah, she baby. She and I went to a Nas concert. Amazing. And it was the two of us just packed in a Nas concert. Yes. And now we're going to Alabama Shakes concert. Sound and Sit color. Down. Just relax, sit guys. Down. Yeah, it's fine. It is Drink really, a bottle of Chard. It is really nice to sit down now. Yeah. The Hollywood Bowl, I think, is maybe the Playboy Jazz Fest, maybe even a couple years ago. Might have been the last me? like concert. You went to the Playboy Jazz yes, Fest? Yes, our mutual friend Andy's Do your mom parents know about this? A big, I, just me? for the articles. I went just for the articles. Okay. <laughs> Okay, better not be on your Instagram. Go on. <laughs> um, it was uh, our yeah, our friend's mom is like a jazz producer, hosted jazz fest. But the Hollywood Bowl is the ultimate. You're an adult now. Bring a picnic. Yes. Bring a blanket. Sit down. Explain the geography of the Hollywood Bowl to people who haven't been there. The geography is that it's nestled in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And it's the literally the most beautiful setting for a live concert. It's truly built into mountains. It's right? built into the mountains. Right. It's gorgeous. So the is back... the Greek Theater also. That's in LA. right. It's yeah. also built into the, the backdrop is just oh, more mountains. It's stunning. Yeah. It's really really. A beautiful place to see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Similar to Red Rocks, I would say. Yeah, yeah. In Colorado. That's right. Just kind of built into the mountain. It's so pretty. Yep. And it's just got like the gentlest of rakes. Like the audience, like this audience seats are just raked just enough where it's just like this super gentle slope at the Hollywood Bowl. Yep. So that you can kind of be, unlike, for instance, the sharp rake of the old Yankee Stadium, maybe we've mentioned this, where it's Whoa. like if you got to sit up in the top. They should have hung ropes. It was da- you should have had a hand grip Dangerous. As well. Those rails weren't helping <laughs> yeah. at all. It was like, Those were ladders. Yeah. Yep. It was way too steep of an incline. Yeah. Yes. I Yankee Stadium. The Hollywood Bowl is so gentle and subtle yeah. and lovely. It's like a warm bath. You there. asked the question, like, did you ever feel like it was like like chaotic or something yeah. like that? Like your Red Hot Chili Peppers yes. experience. Yes. Not at, when you're sitting down. That, that's the antidote. <laughs> you just sit down. Standing up for too long, people start to get uncomfortable and the music starts yeah. to get more and more loud and they just start to like want to while out get and charged mosh a little up. bit. But when you're sitting down the whole time, <laughs> no one's looking to mosh. <laughs> Everyone's just saying, hey, where did we park? Halfway through. <laughs> it's relaxing. If you're sitting, you're it's, taking in the music, you're thinking about where you parked. Yeah. If relaxing. You're, if you're standing, you're listening to the music, you're thinking about where to punch. Uh, now I understand why old people go to see community theater all the time. <laughs> sit down. They're just going to sit somewhere else. It's so nice to just be able to sit somewhere else. Guilt-free. That's, that's all an you, All we is. expect of you is to sit and stare. <laughs> we don't care if you enjoy it. Just stare. <laughs> go away. You're not allowed to talk. <laughs> You know how you feel guilty because you and your partner haven't been talking lately? You're not allowed to talk. 
You are together, but you're not allowed to talk. God, that's so Perfect funny. It is, it is liberating to be in a place where you're not allowed to talk. That so, has become liberating. That has stopped being restrictive in, at this age in our lives. Yes. I think as a teenager and a middle schooler, and we've talked about this, if there was ever an instance where we had to be quiet, well, we're obviously not doing that. No, no, Impossible no. Impossible to. I couldn't. Now it's a gift. Yes. To be asked Shush. or to I'm, be... I'm going back to church. <laughs> it's official. I'm that's going it. back to church. I just need another place to, <laughs> to sit be... and be quiet. <laughs> As long as they don't get mad if I don't sing the songs and say all the things that they're saying, if they just let me sit. Let me sit here. When you stand, I'll still just sit. I'll just look ahead. I'll just look ahead for 90 minutes. Quiet. Is religion just looking ahead for 90 minutes? I won't ask anything of you up there. You don't ask anything of me. All I want is this seat. Let me sit right here. I'll just sit here. Then I'll go to the Greek. (laughs) I'll see a quiet jazz concert. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, You grew up on Long Island. Jones Beach is one of the more famous concert venues on Long Island. That's like where people go to jump off, and that's like a place. Yeah, that's like the outdoor – because the city, New York City, has Madison Square Garden, and like Long Island kind of has Nassau Coliseum. It's a dump. Yes. So the outdoor allure of Jones Beach – because another cool thing was that if you had a boat, if you just owned a boat, you could just cruise Cruise. up to like 50 feet out the stadium because it was basically on a big pier. That's amazing. And you, you wouldn't need a ticket for the concert. You just, oh, you come just be on. Chilling. What a life hack. Yeah, come exactly. on. That's it was great. a boat hack. So the sun would go down and you would just go and see whatever concert. That's sick. Yeah. So you had to have a boat friend. That, Did, was, that was a life hack in Long Island. Find yourself a Jones boat Beach friend. boat friend. Mm-hmm. You had one? Uh, yes, I had two boat Billy, friends. Billy, yeah. gluttony of boat friends. Our mutual friend, Ryan English, boat no friends. Yep. Wow. His family's last name was English. Their boat's name was English Muffins. Oh, come on. Here's a little story. Kudos for that. One time, uh, oh man, I can't believe this story's getting out, but I'm <laughs> the one telling it, I'm doing it to myself. Um, <laughs> can't believe this story I'm about to tell is, is getting, getting out. out of it's my getting... <laughs> body. Literally, I, was like, I can't believe this story is getting out of my body right now. When I was a little kid, um, <laughs> Trina English, the sweetest woman, Ryan's mother, <laughs> made Ryan and I sandwiches uh, for our boat day. Nice. And when we, when we were opening up our lunch and we were kind of eating around the back, I saw that it was a bologna sandwich. And I don't like bologna don't like very that. much. So I walked to the front of the boat. When Noah was looking, I flung it off. <laughs> just flung it, just subtly. <laughs> and I watched it and I was like, blow away faster. <laughs> it's just a bologna sandwich in the sea. <laughs> this, like, my... I did not think about this at all. This points right back to me. Of course. <laughs> I went to the front of the boat with a bologna sandwich. And I'm coming is. back with no bologna sandwich, and there's a bologna sandwich right by the front of the boat. Not like being pushed away by the current, just floating. Guilty. 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 <laughs> and they didn't hear me say, whoops, I can't pass it off like an accident right. anymore. Yeah. It's left. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, um, what about you? So SPAC was the big one? SPAC was the big one. I mean, there was the, like, in Albany, there is what's, I think, now the Times Union Center. Back then was the Knickerbocker Arena. Okay. Where I did go see my first concert. I'm sure that we've talked about it, Janet Jackson. I know that we've discussed this. Oh, we have. In loud places. I think that informs why you maybe haven't been to a concert recently, or at least you couldn't answer the question. Because it seems like your early concert experiences, and worth noting, you don't like loud places very much. Very, very much. Um, That... You had a bad experience at Janet Jackson concert, got into a fetal position for most of the experience. Yeah. Janet Jackson almost definitely saw this young boy curled in a little cockroach position. No one's winning there. Was sad and scared. Sad. She had to, the show had to go on, but you were scared. She was scared. I like to imagine that I made her a little sad and scared. Right. During her uh, Yeah, it was uh, – so yeah, that was, that was some of my first concerts. But SPAC was the site of my very, very first one as a youth, youth, youth. My parents took me to the Beach Boys, which also feels formative. That was your first concert. First concert. That Janet- was my first concert. Beach Boys. At Jones Beach. Yeah, boy. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 
Okay. At SPAC. Okay. <laughs> Beach Boys. Beach Boys at Jones Beach. Beach Boys at SPAC. Beach Boys at Jones Beach is pretty sweet. Yeah. I to mean, see that, the Beach Boys on a beach is like our, our Europe as part of America. There were so many beach balls. And oh. that set me up for uh, false expectations. I thought that the concert experience was beach balls all <laughs> beach day, ball all central. night. <laughs> Next concert I saw was uh, John Denver. I was just going with <laughs> yeah. my parents. Yeah. I couldn't find a babysitter. Yes. And as soon as I got there, I was like, all right, I don't know if this music's for me. Where's all the beach balls? Where's all the beach balls, though? That was a different yeah. theater. It was like a small, intimate indoor theater. Theater, yes. like downtown there's all the beach balls exactly where they all go my parents are both as yours are and we've talked about this too are both big art musicians and music fans and love to go see concerts and another like classic northeast adults go to bring their shard and sit on a blanket concert place uh, that my parents go to a lot is tanglewood Have oh yeah it? my parents rock tanglewood parents rock tanglewood yes Safe place, James, don't have to talk. James Taylor only ever plays there and is playing there right now and forever. You get a new blanket every year for Tanglewood. Whatever that wine was that we got last time that we both loved, let's get that again. <laughs> and then we go to Tanglewood. My parents rock with Tanglewood. My parents rock with Tanglewood so hard. Safe bet before 2020 <laughs> is over, our parents rock with Tanglewood together. together. Yeah, Whew. that's We can true. only hope. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's like James Taylor personified. That place is James Taylor. Second act break, we have to play some James Taylor. <laughs> let's do. take him to Tanglewood. Let's take him right to T-Wood. Um, what song should we play from James Taylor? God, there's so many. They're all the same. They're all, they're they're all, all sweet baby Jane, s- sweet baby Carolina, <laughs> sweet Carolina on my mind, sweet <laughs> with, babies with Carolina with sauce. And Jane, Jane. Is there as well. <laughs> right. Uh, I think sweet baby Jane is the one. Sweet baby Jane? That's a really good one. That's yeah. definitely James Taylor? Very soothing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very Tanglewood. All right. We're going to take you to Tanglewood. We'll be right back with the conclusive act of No Joke. There is a young cowboy who lives on the range. His horse and his cattle are his only companions. He works in the saddle and he sleeps in the canyons, waiting for summer. His pastures to change And as the moon rises He sits by his fire Thinking about women And glasses of beer And closing his eyes As the doggies retire He sings out a song Which is soft but it's clear As if maybe someone could hear Good night, you moonlight ladies Rock-a-bye, sweet baby Jane Deep greens and blues are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dreams and rock of our sweet baby James Now the first of December Was covered with snow So was the turnpike From Stockbridge to Boston Though the Berkshires seemed dreamlike On account of that frosting With ten miles behind me And ten thousand more to go There's a song that they sing when they take to the highway A song that they sing when they take to the sea A song that they sing of their home in the sky Maybe you can believe it if it helps you to sleep 
The singing works just fine for me So good night, you moonlight ladies Rock up by sweet baby Jane Deep greens and blues are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dream And rock of our sweet baby James That was James Taylor with Sweet Baby Jane. Tanglewood. We'll definitely hear that song at Tanglewood. Tanglewood. No. I can't believe that word matters to you. As much. Ah. My parents go to the Berkshires and Tanglewood. <laughs> Tanglewood is what we have to look forward to. It's like, that's what we're saying. Like, we just want to grow into these people who just want to go somewhere else to sit down. Yes. Tanglewood is the exact other place you go to sit down. You go, you sit, you watch that stage. <laughs> it's Tanglewood. <laughs> you go, you, <laughs> you, you watch, watch that stage. It's Tanglewood. That's oh, pretty much it. My parents are loving it. My parents are loving it. Everyone so else has tuned out. Yeah. Like, unsubscribe. This, unsubscribe. Yeah. Why did I download? This is really for you, Western Massachusetts. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's, this is probably a bad time to remind you guys to please rate and review and subscribe. Yes, please do. Um, if we know. It's not all Tanglewood talk. If you want, but we want to know that you're listening. So if we do see some random Tanglewood <laughs> exclamation points in the uh, iTunes review section, not mad. We'll call you out. Not at all. We want to see those. Hashtag Tanglewood. If you got any Tangle Tales. Tangle Tales. Have you guys been to Tanglewood? Get us with your own Tangle Tales. <laughs> we want to know what you've been up to, what you've seen there. Was it James Taylor? Maybe it was James Taylor. Who'd you <laughs> Maybe see? Maybe it was a James Taylor bi- biography, a film. <laughs> Maybe you went to the theater and saw a James Taylor doc. Hit us up. Let us know your Tangle Tales. We're very, very curious. Hashtag Tangle Tales. Hit us at NoJokePod, at NoJokePod on Twitter. Again, we are here now to exclusively do a Tanglewood <laughs> podcast. This is the Tangle Cast. We want to hear your Tangle Tales. Tangle Tales. From my time at the Wood. Whoa. Yeah. We, the, we should say why we're talking about concerts we asked a few days yep. ago on twitter we said uh we're running out of ideas we have, <laughs> we don't know how to think anymore what else should we talk about yeah somebody said concerts and when somebody says that you they're probably young and cool right and they're probably thinking like tell us about like did you ever go to a beyonce concert yes, exactly. like did you ever go backstage and meet this person right we're giving them Tanglewood. Definitely not. We are not we are less young and less cool than right. that question would warrant you know one time i did do a cool thing yes we had Nibs on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and we talked about rap. Yep. Uh, that's appropriate because he's in a rap group called Pactive yep. Pacific Division. Yep. And we, I went – he invited me to roll with them cool. to a concert cool. that they were doing. And it was the perfect – it was like an eight-mile club. Amazing. Maybe like 300 people just packed into this long, narrow room. Fun. And who was opening up for them but Tyler, the creator, Whoa, in a sweatshirt. Really? Yep. And the place was rocking. Oh, shit. Then, yeah. Uh, and then Pactive got on. And they started – the place went bananas. Yes. They had like all this like really high-energy rap at the time. Yes. And I got to sit on the giant speaker up front and wave my shirt around my head You're like a helicopter. Billy. So that's a cool concert That's thing. cool as hell. You're fully in the posse on stage doing the thing. I didn't wear my glasses so that I'd get more respect. Look at that, Bill. You know what I mean? Look at that, So Bill. I couldn't really see what was in front of me, but I knew that my shirt was over my head and I was swinging it like Indiana Jones. Did you feel empowered and like you were literally king of the world? I was Jay-Z. You were Jay-Z. Yeah. You were as the, the, yeah. the, the, the fans were there to see me on the speaker and the rap 
group was just helping out. Yes. They were supporting me. Yes. <laughs> rap concerts are unbelievable. I think that one of the main reasons we started Snakes, our hip-hop comedy duo, yes. was essentially to recreate and to selfishly and shamelessly yes. give ourselves the opportunity to perform rap concerts. We, you got to do what you love. <laughs> you know, you don't want to look back and be like, I wish I did that. Yeah. Why didn't I do that? Yes. We had a serious itch at the time <laughs> yeah. and access to do it. Yeah. And we so- took it all the way. <laughs> yeah. We, I had a neighbor upstairs um, in Queens who lived upstairs from me, Ray. Yes. And one time we were hanging out and Love he just Ray. looked at me out of nowhere and he said, you know, I got to like uh, give you daps. He was like, you and Adam call yourself rappers. He's like, that's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, to yeah. like, to unironically like make rap albums, do like monthly rap concerts. He's like, you guys are rappers. rappers now. He's like, I have friends that freestyle at yeah. work, but like, Cheers to us. Pretty sweet. <laughs> we wrapped. Yeah, it was really fun. And and we, I mean, most of the time we were doing those quote-unquote concerts in the context of the UCB, which right. is like a comedy theater. It wasn't like a comedy, it wasn't like a concert venue or we anything We did like do that. one at BAM. That was kind of high. That was sweet. That was kind of high. That was super cool. There was like 200, 300 people there. That was very awesome. And that crowd got it. That was that was the, maybe the biggest crowd Snakes ever did a thing for. Maybe I, that I, felt really I, robust. I wonder, because we did do a big crowd at the YMCA in Woodstock. In Woodstock or Syracuse? Was it Syracuse? In Syracuse, where with the microphone? Go on. Let's get in there. So we went to do uh, my yeah. friend Ben Ganachik, good, good friend of my parents, the Ganachiks. Hi, Harry and Shirley. Yes. So we went up to Syracuse, Billy and I, because Ben worked at the – had a hookup at the JCC up there. Had a hookup. In Syracuse. Uh, maybe knew the rabbi even. So Billy and I went out to Syracuse. And we performed at this JCC. I mean, a all-purpose room. Yeah. Imagine any all-purpose room in any sort of like event place. Yes, and it's uh, that. That's where we're at. But this one had a stage. This one had a stage and folding what, chairs with folding chairs. Very, very low-fi. Very kind of DIY. Bright lights. Bright electric lights. Bright in the fluorescent room. lights. Yeah. Super moody. Yeah. If that mood was conference room. Yes. Right. <clears throat> what they didn't have, unfortunately for us, was two microphones. Right. They only had the one microphone they hired two people <laughs> but we are two people right but they unfortunately only had the one microphone luckily they had a body mic yes body mics um are just like the size of a tic tac very very small and they are just have a long wire that you string that connects to a recording device somewhere on your body that's right okay so they took this microphone yes. and they said, well, we can't really put it on Billy for whatever reason. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to hang it from the ceiling yes. and let it dangle just above Billy's head so that if and when he wants to speak to the microphone, which would be always and constantly, right. he would have to crane his neck up and just sort of speak generally upwards into the body mic hanging maybe eight inches above him. I'm six feet tall. The uh, the microphone was about six foot six. <laughs> yeah, it was just like so just I above. Couldn't, I couldn't really, uh, quote-unquote, connect with the audience <laughs> like, when I had to, uh, quote-unquote, look into the lights. You were only, quote-unquote, looking at the, quote-unquote, ceiling yes. at all times. Yes. Yeah. And the uh, other point, if you, unless you have, like, 2010 vision, yeah. you have, like, beyond perfect vision, <laughs> you can't see this microphone. It's yes. so small. It's yeah. like a little spider hanging from the yeah, ceiling. Literally. So the people in the audience must have thought <laughs> that I was, like, having, like, a seizure <laughs> on stage. I was just, like, looking to the sky like a crazy person. <laughs> Like, why doesn't he just look at me? Uh, just look here, boy. 45-minute set. 45 minutes with dancing, by the way. With, like, oh. some gentle choreography. We did. Let's talk about our concerts more. <laughs> some gentle choreography. Because most rap concerts are just you and your posse, and everyone's just kind of wiling out and saying the words along. T-shirt but over the head like a helicopter. We, because coming out of Harvard Sailing Team, we just, like, put a little bit more showmanship or, like, a little more theat- theatricality behind it. Choreography. So we kind of gave them a show. Gotta give them a show. We, like, most songs had some sort of flair. Do you like underpants? It's an honest question. Had a little dance break that went with the chorus. Yep. Uh, 
We had, we programmed the lights. We like walked through yes. with Frank uh, Garcia. Yes. Frank Hale. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was like we really thought these things. Yeah, through. yeah, that was a thrill. Yeah. Still, I mean, like just the idea of us uh, doing those rap concerts is still kind of sends a chill up my spine. Yeah. So why don't we plant that works. seed? If you ever want to bring Adam and I out to a local theater in your neighborhood, won't you please? It's not like uh, like suddenly it's going to fall in your lap. If that's something you want. Straight up, hit up us, yes. nojokepod at gmail. Yes. Tell us what theater you're thinking. See yes. if, let's see if it could become a reality because that way we can wrap these concerts and do these podcasts directly to you. That is something that we would absolutely adore the opportunity to do. We would love to come to your – specifically your town and do a podcast and a weird rap concert in your town yes. with anywhere between zero and two microphones. Yes. We can work with any of those permutations. We'd like to eat at your diner. <laughs> yeah, your diner. Yes. We would like to find out more about your town and do a show there. Please open some of your mail. Yes. That's what we're about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Adam. So it is the third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes, it is. Um, future concert. Future con- of concert, concerts. A concert you haven't uh, seen, but maybe you, an artist you really want to see. Well, this is this sort of loops into both the future of my personal concert going and the future of concerts. Uh, and uh, I would love to see, now that they have kind of broken the seal with hologram concerts. Go on. Now that we've kind of broken the seal, Tupac at Coachella 2000, whatever that was, of like, okay, now anyone, living or dead, can do a concert. Anything can happen now. <laughs> Anything is real. Wow, okay, go on. In that vein, yes. I would love to see Biggie Smalls. Okay. I would love to see Notorious B.I.G. in concert. The hologram. Would, yeah. Okay. That is that is on my bucket list of concerts. More than like any see. living artist currently, you'd want to see hologram Biggie. <laughs> Honestly? Yes. Um, I mean, gosh. There again, I'm not the biggest music file. I mean, there's people out there that I would love to see. I did did also get to see Nas and the Beastie Boys. We went to that one concert in the yes. pool in Brooklyn that was amazing. Yeah, so McCarran some of the hip hop acts I, I've been able to cross off my bucket. Never list. saw Biggie. Never saw Biggie. Okay. I mean, Tupac's obvious. Jesus, uh, Vegas is going to be how long until Vegas is only that? Just holograms. Literally, just that. The Beatles. Like now. Monday night is Biggie night. <laughs> Tuesday night is Tupac. Like Tuesday, Tupac's. And and here's the thing, as someone who again like loves music, obviously, and listening to music, and loves even concert albums, but I've always been a little ambivalent about the actual physical act of going to the concert, getting day drunk solely over the course of the day, ending up with a headache as the headliner finally comes on and I, being tired. I love that. I want that day. <laughs> I love that. Day. I know that day sounds great. As someone who's like more to that, I would love a sort of I don't know more polished, more produced, like a live concert experience with a hologram that is more like listening to it live in your bedroom, listening to it in your bedroom. Right. This. You know what this sounds to me like you want to go to a place where you can sit down i just want a, another place to sit down. you want to see basically like a theatrical version of <laughs> yes. these concerts where you can just sit yeah, down i just want to sit down i know i just want to sit I down know. that's almost like isn't there a tupac jukebox musical yeah to broadway or maybe it happened on broadway for a second and close talked about this with on um, with baron vaughn we did that's right uh, i don't know how All eyes on me maybe yeah something like that yes i haven't but, heard much about it but that's like the happy medium between going to see a concert yeah and just going to sit down and see a play. This is the future concert I want to see. Yes, please. Um, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, boy. For a number of reasons. Yeah, man. Specifically to the point of uh, it's more fun to sit down. Yep. I feel like that is the type of concert where it's actually a, a safe stand-up experience. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's safe because it's His not... music is like tempered. Yes. You know? Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of uh, soft around the edges. It's gospel hip-hop. Yes. Yeah. It's more as much church as it is a concert. I don't see chaos, mosh pits, or anything like that. Not so a chance. And I also want to stand for that concert. Yeah. I know all the words I want to stand for that. Yeah, you'd want to stand. He sells out. He he's, does, he's, right? He's a star now. Yeah, he's amazing. He and won the Grammy. He won the Grammy. And he's kind of the coolest one doing it. I mean, he's incredible. Follow his lead, huh? Yeah. Him and Vince Staples. Vince Staples is sick. 
I have been rocking Summertime this, 06? Yes. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. It's like three years old. So hard. Yeah, he's... Vince Staples is real. A monster. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. I would love to see a Vince Staples concert. Vince, Maybe. I feel like Vince Staples and Chance could go on tour and destroy. Right? Right? That's really like good cop, bad cop. Yeah, that is. Chance is so the good cop and Vince is sort of a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so your future concert, Chance the Rapper, he is very famously um, not signed to a record label. This was like something that I of was seeing recently. And that I think in the concerts that he's doing now, he has like sort of a, a video piece that plays in the concert that's like a very like sort of blatant calling out and like a diss track to all these record labels. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he changed with. the game with Grammys. Yeah. He was the first in uh, – Grammys were the first uh, – like this was the first year that they allowed someone who put their album out on SoundCloud to uh, be nominated for wow. a Grammy. First time ever. He broke he like broke the mold ever. And Holy now shit. that means that all these other independent artists who don't have a million trillion followers but like maybe put out a, a tremendous piece of art on SoundCloud yeah. even though it wasn't on like a Sony label yes. can still be nominated for Grammy. Isn't Saturday. that amazing? That is like a that is like in its own way a serious glass ceiling to break. No question. That, mean, that ushers in the internet in such like a, an amazing yeah. way. It's like now Everything can be honored. Yes, it's like the first time Amazon. Now Amazon can get Emmys. Right. It's just like right <laughs> now the website. The now dam. that website mall can the, get Emmys for TV. The dam has broke. The dam it's just like broke. everyone's allowed to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah ch- seeing Chance would be amazing. Yeah, he would be incredible. Um, that being said, I tried to get tickets for his concert in November. Sold out. Sold out. So there's the concert experience. Sold in a Sold out. You re- not recently. Oh, you're saying the most recent concert you went to was Alabama Shakes? Yes. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah. You, yeah, you've seen some concerts. You saw Pearl Jam kind of recently. Marina. Marina. Yep. Yep. Get yourself a partner who <laughs> wants to <laughs> take you out of the concerts. house. Yes. Um, we took him to concerts, Adam. That's we it. We took him all the way to Tanglewood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your Tangle Tales at No Joke Pod. Our next 10 episodes will only be about the wood. Tanglewood retrospective. All right. Shout out to you, Wood. For the No Joke Podcast, I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And as always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.